This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. We need to come to understand the word quote-unquote tribulation. Why this is, is because there are individuals that do not understand the true implication upon those that profess to be in the body of Christ. In the Septuagint, which for those that do not know, this is a Greek translation of the Old Testament, there are four means given of the word, quote-unquote, tribulation. The first is to constrict someone, to cause distress, affliction. Constrict is to limit an action or behavior. Affliction is something that makes you suffer. Number two is to afflict, oppress. Afflict is to make someone or something suffer physically or mentally. Oppress is to govern people in an unfair and cruel way and prevent them from having opportunities and freedom. A further breakdown is to make a person feel uncomfortable or worried and sometimes sick. Number three is to treat someone with hostility. Number four is to constrict or harass someone to press down. These descriptions affected and occurred time and again to the tribes of Israel. If many look about them and actually think these descriptions can be seen happening to many that profess to being called quote-unquote Christian at this very time. However, there are many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian that have not nor ever truly encountered any of these definitions. Why will become clear as we continue into this study of this word quote-unquote tribulation. Why this word has importance to those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian is due to a prophecy that is comprised mainly in the last book of the Bible, the book called quote-unquote Revelation. There are other times within the Old Testament when a future global judgment is mentioned. We are not fully here to go into a rehash of these prophecies. We will hit upon them though in some form. These definitions mentioned a short time ago have a common theme woven within them, but not truly stated outright. Those that suffer tribulation are seen as those that are an adversary. An adversary that has been defeated but requires to be punished more. In fact, to the point of breaking their spirit. Please note this, for it is here that many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian do not understand. In fact, there are many that say Christianity must endure the coming great tribulation. Yet, 
Who causes this tribulation to occur? Humanity? No, it is caused by God as part of his judgment against humanity. Against humanity, for humanity is the adversary of God. So those that insist that those that profess to being a true disciple of Christ are his adversary, first, this goes against what is taught within the Bible. Second, it shows that none can ever attain to be a friend, if not servant, to God himself through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, there is a time when those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian can be considered God's enemy. This is taught within the Bible. James 4, 1-4 Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires of pleasure and wars in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot attain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Whosoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And how does someone make themselves an enemy of God? Luke 16, 13 through 15. No servant can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in money. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard all these things, and they derided him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. 1 John 2.15-16 Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. So those that say that all of Christendom must endure the great tribulation are saying that they have sold themselves to the world and thus deserve to be treated as the enemy of their creator and sovereign. Now those that suffer tribulation now, those that call themselves quote-unquote Christian and suffer persecution are in line with the teachings of the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3.12 Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. John 15.18-19 If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. 
Yet because you are not of the world, but I choose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Matthew 5, 10-12 Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. These tribulations encountered now allows us to know where we stand with God. Feeling and experiencing these hardships allows those that confess to being followers of Christ to understand that they are on the narrow path. Matthew seven twelve through 14 Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. And difficult is the way which leads to life. This difficulty is encountered through tribulation within our lives as we seek to separate ourselves from the world. For the world despises and hates us. This is why Christ said this to us as he prophesied about the coming great tribulation. Luke 21, 7-28 So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but what will these things be? And what signs will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that ye do not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time will draw near. Therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my namesake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will be lost, but your patience possesses your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judah flee to the mountains. Let those 
who are in the midst of, of her depart, and let not those who are in the country enter her. For these are the days of vengeance, that all these things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity the seas and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with powerful and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near, and you will be hated for my name's sake. Now I stopped at verse 28 for a reason. It is here that these prophecies end. Here Christ then speaks a parable for those that have eye to see and ears to hear. Luke 21, 29-33 Then he spoke to them in a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are also budding, you see and know for yourselves that the summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. We are now seeing the budding of the fig tree. Along these lines, Jesus said this, Luke 21, 34-36, But take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares for this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. This is a promise from Christ that if we are watchful and endure tribulation, we will not be considered an enemy of God and will not have to suffer the great tribulation. For only the enemies of God will endure those times. However, we are also told that the Holy Spirit will remain present during the first half of the great tribulation to allow those that had made themselves an enemy of God the ability to repent and redeem themselves and be made worthy through Christ's blood to stand before the throne of God.
then the Holy Spirit is removed from the face of the earth. These verses found within the seventh chapter of Revelation will be fulfilled. Verses 9 through 14. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Very soon the great tribulation will begin. It will start when those that are counted worthy will be called into the sky to stand before Christ. Do not seek or continue to be an enemy of God. Repent now of your sins and seek to suffer tribulation now, downsize now, help others to find God now, and help them to avoid the great tribulation as well. For that is our calling if we seek to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Savior. God bless. Sell his empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus